Welcome to the weekend edition of the Daily Dad Podcast, where on the weekends we do a deeper dive at how to get better at our most important job, being a parent. Sometimes in these episodes I talk to best-selling authors and elite performers and other guests. But lately I've also been having conversations with my wife, Samantha, the co-parent of my two boys. And uh, we do it over in the Daily Stoic studio here in Bastrop, Texas. And she and I talk about things that we're working on as parents, things that we're working on as people, and how we are supporting each other, challenging each other, and uh, like I said, trying to get better at what we do. Guest or not, I hope you hear some ideas here that will help make you a better parent. I was better for having the conversation. I hope you enjoy. Hey, it's Ryan Holiday. Welcome to another episode of the Daily Dad Podcast. Last week, or we brought you a, a chunk uh, from the Daily Dad Tour where I had that conversation at Barnes & Noble with Casey Neistat. If you haven't listened to that, you absolutely should. But when I got back in Austin, I got to have another conversation with another influential dad in my life, someone who shaped my journey as a father quite a bit. I met Austin Cleon right when I moved to Austin and he was further along. He'd put out two books. I think I'd put out one. He already had kids. He gave me that great piece of advice, which appears in the book, you know, work, family, scene, pick two. Uh, and, you know, he welcomed me to Austin. He's always given me great advice. I, someone I look up to and he's just someone I like talking to and having fun with. And so uh, when I needed a moderator for that conversation at the Barnes & Noble in Austin, I invited him. He came out. We had a great conversation. And that's what I'm bringing you now. If you haven't read any of Austin Cleon's books, well, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but you absolutely should read them. Steal Like an Artist, uh, Show Your Work, uh, Keep Going, three all-time favorites of mine. He's just a great dude, a great artist, a great follow on social media, has a great newsletter you should subscribe to, which I'll link to in today's show notes. And of course, if you haven't read The Daily Dad, please do check out the book. I can't believe it's almost a year old now. Thanks to all of you who supported it. If you want a signed copy, go to store.dailydad.com. I'm excited to have a break from parenting so we can talk about parenting. So I was actually thinking about you this morning. I was flying back here and I feel like I'm in a bit of a reading rut. Not that I haven't found any good books recently, but I find that my ability to read and concentrate on books is suffering. Have you ever gone through something like that? I mean, yeah, especially after you read something really good. Yeah. Like that's really dangerous. Mm -hmm. When you get something good, then it's like the re-entry problem. Like Walker Percy's like, mm -hmm. Walker Percy and Lost in the Cosmos has this theory of re-entry where it's like when you have a, the more transcendent the experience, like the harder it is to come down from. Yeah, do you find like when you write a book, going back to regular life is hard. Yeah. You go on vacation, re-entry into regular life is hard. Yep. But this is more like, like, I would, I would, I'll read a couple pages and then I pick up my phone and do stuff. But like, oh, my ability to read is normally my ability to sort of is normally predicated on the power to push through that and do uninterrupted, concentrated periods of focusing 
on something that is not a screen. Do you think it's because you're in like marketing book release mode? I, I right do. Now? I do tend to find that yeah, reading dips are correlated with like periods of burnout or exhaustion right. or tired because you have to you have to be able to focus on what you're doing. Um, but also, I find reading is like um, it's a habit. So it's like walking or running or working out. When you're yeah. doing it a lot, it's easy to keep doing it. And then when you've been doing it intermittently, then it's easy to come up with excuses for not doing it. I agree. For me, I have genres that I go back to. So oh, like junk, like my favorite genre is like rock and roll, like oral history books. Mm -hmm. So I'll like just find like a music oral history that I've never read. Um, and then I'll reread stuff. I do that too, yeah. So it's like if you're struggling, instead of going, I hope this next book does it for me, this yeah. next book does it for me, go back to something that you know does yeah. do it for you. Yep. Call your old girlfriend. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no but like uh, Charles Portis is somebody who like every time I read a Charles Portis book, like I just fall into it and I end up reading at least one and a half book. Like I'll, like I'll read the one I'm reading and then I'll read at least half of the next one because just because there's only five. And then you'll go back, then, then you'll take that momentum and channel towards things you yeah. should be reading or need to read or whatever. Yeah, and I'll just be like, I just every night just take a chance on something that's like in my, like on my Kindle or something. Is that when you read, you tend to read at night? Well, I read fiction at night. That's before bed. Yeah, I can't read nonfiction because my brain starts going. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, I read nonfiction like in the afternoon, like after I pick the kids up and like get them on the screens and their snacks. <laughs> and Papa's going out, and this is in it's almost pool season, and the great, uh, the great like luxurious decadent thing about my life now is like I'll just lay in the pool and read for two hours and call it work. Do you get sunburned? What yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no, I'll like put up the umbrella and I'll either float on a raft or I'll just stand by the side of the pool with the book. Just like read. And it's kind of a screen free environment also, right? So it, it's You're in the pool, so you switching. Yes. Yeah, you can't like pick up your phone. I can, I can, I can change music on my watch or I can text Meg. So, like, if there's a kid emergency. I'm sure she loves that. Yeah. Hey, honey, can you bring out a beer? No, um, <laughs> like, no, but, like, you know, if there's any, like, emergency, well, she sure. could shout out the window, too. It's not like I'm down the street. But, like, no, like, to me, it's, like, I'm very, like, one of the things I'm really into, I used to be a very unfussy, kind of, like, I can read anywhere. I can work anywhere. I can do whatever. Yeah. But, like, now that I have... Now that this is my life, like, I've been really interested in, like, what are things I can do? Because I do this all the time, and it's, like, work for me. What can I do to, like, make this lush? Like, what can I do to, like, make this, like, real sensorily wonderful? So, like, I spent more money on an Apple monitor recently than, like, I probably have for, like, it was like, I, I, some ungodly amount, the new Mac, like they're like $1,500 or something, which to me is just like, I'm going to pay $1,500 for a computer. But he's so awesome. Like every time I sit to read now, cause it's the, my, my son Owen, who's 10, he's like, you can't see the pixels, you know? And so it's like, oh, you know, it's like all impressed and it makes it like, so I'm like kind of interested right now in like 
silly rituals. Mm -hmm. And then like, I've always been like someone who I don't have silly rituals when I sit down to write, but I always thought it'd be fun to have like a dumb robe or something that you put on or like. Have you found a robe? No, what I do that's silly, sometimes I'll smoke. I have these cigarette pencils that are like, they're pencils, but they look like cigarettes. And I'll sit there at my desk, like an old grizzled. That's like the dumbest thing I do in the studio. That's one of my questions, actually. What's the dumbest thing you do in the studio? I love asking people that. Like, what's the silliest thing you do when you're working? Um, when I'm writing? Well, I, I listen to the same song I, on repeat. Yeah. It's, it's not, when I say that people go, oh, what is the song? It's, it's not, not that. Yeah. There's always a song of the moment. Um, do, do you write down which song you were listening to with, no, with different books? it's usually okay. what I'll do is I'll look, you know, when like the Spotify um, yep. wrap up comes, I'll be like, oh, it'll give it me- It was this one. Of, get, it gives me <laughs> what each of the, like for yeah. a normal person, you know, that the, the lit, that list of songs, they're like, oh, you probably listened to this song 20 times and this song 15 times. For me, it's like 700 Good listens times. of this song, you know? Yeah. Um, like, I, I, I forget which band it was, but they sent me a note that I was, like, in the point oh oh one percent of listening to that band. Um, but, I, but I tend, so I'll tend to listen to songs on repeat over and over and over again. Um, and it's somewhat serendipitous, like, how I find those songs, but, like, my productivity can rise and lower depending on how good the songs have been recently. In the morning when I make breakfast for my kids, I put the little fruit on their plate, the protein on their plate, the crunchy stuff on their plate. And then what do I put on there also? I put a Haya super-powered chewable children's vitamin. It's pediatrician approved. They like it. And it fills common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. The sad reality is a lot of kids' vitamins are filled with sugar and unhealthy chemicals and other gummy junk that your kids shouldn't eat, especially under the guise of something that's supposed to be healthy. Haya tastes great, and it's perfect for picky eaters. It's designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They, they come in the packets each month. You put it in this cool glass bottle. And we've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash Daily Dad. It's not available on the regular website, so you have to go to H-I-Y a-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash daily dad, hiahealth.com slash daily dad, and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Hey, you're listening to the Daily Dad Podcast, one meditation a day inspired to help you do your most important job, which is be a great father. These are meditations inspired by ancient wisdom psychological research, and just great strategies from normal dads just like you. Thanks for listening.